Your hosts are here, Sammy and Michelle. By the end of this podcast, you'll know them well. Adulting, navigating the journey of life. Careers to relationships, pain and strife. Put down the rule book. Rethink the status quo. If there's another direction, you want to go. Find purpose, passion and mastery in all that you do. With status post adulting. Hey, status post adulting family. This is Sammy. And Michelle. And you're listening to the 23rd episode of status post adulting, where we are talking about unlocking creativity and confidence on your journey to financial independence. But first, let me check in with my co-host, Michelle. How are you doing, Michelle? I'm doing well, Sammy. How are you? I'm doing very well. As you know, I read a lot of audiobooks. Yeah, are you reading anything interesting right now? I just finished Green Lights, which is Matthew McConaughey's autobiography kind of deal. It's just like a book by him about his life. Yes, I do think that's the definition of an autobiography. (laughs) It's really good. It's really interesting. And he also narrates the audiobook, which makes it way more entertaining because his voice is lovely and also just amusing as well. He's a fast talker too, which I appreciate. He has a Texas accent, but he also talks quickly, which is not the typical combination, but I really enjoy it. I agree, Simi. Our audience might not know this, but we are, in fact, fast talkers. (laughs) Yes, if you know us, you know that we talk quite rapidly. If you think our podcast sounds fast, understand that in our head, we have to slow this down. 2x. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, I mean, I've had too many people in my life tell me that they don't understand me when I speak, which I think is rude, but also fair. Also, if anybody wants to follow me on Goodreads, I am doing the reading challenge and I would love to see what books you're reading as well. So please find me. Love that, Sammy. It feels like you're able to unlock so much creativity and confidence through your reading, which is similar to our topic today which we titled Unlocking Creativity and Confidence on Your Journey to Financial Independence. This is a topic we made up, but something that Sammy and I have been thinking about recently. The unspoken benefits that come during the journey towards financial independence. Exactly, Michelle. I was really thinking about this a few weeks ago when I was doing my favorite thing, which is logging my finances and calculating my net worth. So I was inputting all my expenses and after that I usually once a month will calculate my net worth with a spreadsheet that I have and I saw that I was close to my lean fire number. Lean fire is your financial independence number, the amount of money that you would need to live forever, but like the super, super low version of that. Like if you were living on as little as you could possibly live on, that would be your financial independence number. I will say mine is particularly low because this lean fire number represents my current spending and my current spending includes things like me not paying rent. So that's kind of a big deal. (laughs) I saw that I was getting closer to it and I was quite shocked because I didn't think I would be that close to it so quickly. That's why compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world and Peter Thiel has 5 billion in his Roth IRA. Don't get distracted by hot news, (laughs) Sam. (laughs) 
I mean, what the heck? <laughs> but that's fine. Just Peter Thiel, tell us what exactly did you do? Is it backdoor rob? It's is not it? backdoor. It's not mega backdoor. I'm like, is it giga? Is it Terra backdoor? Like, what kind of backdoor is this? Like, if it's legal, just let us know. I don't think I'll have five billion, but would love to see what you're doing. And like, I love how people are like, oh, well, he was able to invest in PayPal early, so he put in seventeen hundred, and then that would be worth five hundred million today. And I'm like, still leaves another four point five. Billion. And especially since there's a limited amount that you can put into your Roth IRA. I have questions. I think a episode on Roth IRA is a good one to put in the work, Sammy, though I will tell you now, we have yet to figure out how to turn $6,000 into $5 billion. But we are working on it. Anyway, like I was saying... <laughs> We digress. I realized I was close to lean fire and I was thinking about the journey to financial independence and I realized that you may not hit your fire number right away, but there are so many benefits that you start noticing before you're even close to hitting your fire number. It's something we don't talk about a lot. In the beginning of the FI journey, people are like really excited to cut down their expenses and budget and get their spending tracking in order and cut their car loan and all that stuff. It's super exciting. Then you get to a place where things are in a set it and forget it mode. You save a high percentage of your income, you invest regularly, all the good things are happening, but that zest, that excitement, it's not really there. But what people neglect to talk about is this power, confidence, and creativity that comes with each incremental increase in your net worth. I want to paint another side of that too, Sammy, which is how I felt when I started to know that I should educate myself a little bit more about my personal finances and where my money is going versus actually committing to it, which is the idea that it seems very daunting. The idea of retiring seems so far off. And it was easy to push off learning about personal finance and doing different things like tracking my spending or really like investing my money so that I could see it grow in different places. If you focus only on the end in mind, you can seem like, oh my gosh, that's going to be so far away. But the reality is, is that even just taking the time to have a little bit more interest, investing a little bit of knowledge every single day and educating yourself, there's so much that ends up coming out of that, that is just unexpected. The truth is, before you track your spending, you don't really know how much you spend in a month and you really don't know how much you spend in a year. Once you start tracking, not only do you start saving money, but you have a better idea of how much you actually spend. So when you know that you have 30, 60, 90, $120,000 or whatever, you actually know what that means in terms of months that you can live without an income compound that with, no pun intended, the 4% rule and you know how close to financial independence you're getting, how close to this number where your nest egg will just continue to produce an interest that you can live off of. And beyond that, you get to a point where you realize that, hey, if I only spend $10,000 a year and my nest egg accounts for an interest rate that would be $15,000 a year, I'm actually spending less than the interest and then that extra $5,000 gets invested again. So you start to really understand what these larger sums of money mean in terms of your life and your spending. Absolutely, Sammy. It's one thing to conceptually understand things like compound interest. It's another to put in $100 into an account and actually see the growth happen. 
I was looking at my investments the other day and I was shocked at how much they can grow in one year. Even though I understand that it does grow, it, it's so different to actually watch that and think, wow, actually, this didn't do anything crazy. This didn't go to the freaking moon, but somehow I'm still net positive year over year. And more, Michelle, what people don't talk about is the mentality shift. The more money you have saved up, the more secure you feel. And with that security comes a sense of confidence and also creativity. For me, I just noticed I was thinking bigger picture. If I'm at work having a frustrating day, I actually have a realistic expectation of how my work life is going to go. I'm not going to be at this job forever. So each day, I'm not fixating on the little things that frustrate me. I have this almost like graduation effect of many parts of this job are things that I will miss when I'm not working. And at the same time, I feel confident that I can speak my mind about things that I am concerned about because at the end of the day, I know I have enough money to survive. Sammy, that really speaks to two things, which is one, the security that comes with it. Even at the beginning, when you have one month emergency fund saved up two months, three months, you start investing your money, you start to feel that your money is making money for you. All of that makes you so much less dependent on your job. And whether or not you like your job, you can start to look at it in a different way. You can start to feel more comfortable and take more risks because you have more security in your life. I completely agree with that, Michelle. And even beyond that, there's something called Coast Fire, which refers to a point where if you don't invest any more money in your nest egg, and by nest egg, I mean the total sum of your investments. If you don't put any more money in it, you're still going to end up being able to retire at the traditional retirement age of 65. So for example, let's say you're working at a job and you have a nest egg that has reached the coast fire level. You don't save any more money because you end up spending all that money on your routine expenses, but you still are able to retire at age 65 because at this point you've already created that nest egg. And of course, that'll vary from time to time based on the economy. But it's also a really interesting number because when you get to that point, you realize if I lost my job, if something crazy happened and I wasn't able to work, as long as I could meet my needs, you know, as long as I could make enough to provide for my food, housing, etc., I still have enough money saved up in my nest egg and my investments that I don't have to invest anymore. As you save more and invest more and more money, you really start to appreciate this money-making machine that's in the background. Sometimes I'll do my calculations for the month and I'll see that my investments have actually made more money than what I brought in that month from my job. And that shocks me because I'm like, you know how much work I had to do to get that much money after taxes? <laughs> of course, like the months vary and sometimes the market's high and that's why that happens. But it's just very interesting and also liberating because you realize that you're creating something that can help provide for you. I think the next part of that, Sammy, that we were talking about is how it opens up this opportunity for creativity too. At the beginning, it's hard to imagine how you would think differently if you did have more money or security. That is so true, Michelle. You know how people always say, if money wasn't a factor, what would you do with your life? I hate that question. Now I realize how ridiculous that question is. 
And the reason it's so ridiculous is because when you don't have money or you don't have like a big padding, you have a very different outlook, not just on money, but on life. There is somewhat more of a fear-based outlook and less of this like extreme security that no matter what, you're going to be okay. I agree, Simi. I remember when I graduated college, because I had a liberal arts degree, I was really trying to figure out, okay, in this sea of career options, what do I want to do? And people would always ask me, well, if money wasn't an issue, what would you do? And while I appreciate that thought experiment, well, I was thinking, well, if I didn't make money, I wouldn't want to work or I would want to work on things that maybe didn't need money or whatever it is. It was just so hard to try to plan a future and think, oh, well, what if money didn't matter? Because it did matter. I didn't have any money. Now that I have a little bit more security, when I was switching jobs and I was able to take some time off, I realized that, hey, I can actually take more time off than I would have expected because I have a little bit of a nest egg. And now that I genuinely can think, oh, well, what if money doesn't matter? I can focus and pursue things that interest me and get involved in projects like this podcast where we can put something creative out into the world, build a community with all of you. And I don't have to worry, oh, is this going to pay my bills? That's such a good point, Michelle. So I would argue, you know, when you're frugal and when you save money, you're actually making yourself a, a more creative and more confident person. And with that said, I know there's a lot of people who hear about financial independence or the FIRE movement, and they think, I don't care about retirement. That's something way in the future, and I like my job, so that's irrelevant to me. But at the same time, they feel like they should be saving. I would keep this conversation in mind as another benefit of saving money. It's not about retirement alone. A lot of it is about the security and the confidence that comes from having another income stream, and that income stream being your investments. So Sammy, for a takeaway this week, I really think it comes down to the idea that taking control of your finances unleashes your confidence and creativity. This happens because you're building security in yourself and the knowledge of where your money is going and that your money is working for you will open up opportunities and things that you're interested in and want to work on that you may not even realize today. Well said, Michelle. I hope you guys enjoyed our topic for today. And if you guys have noticed changes in your mentality as you've been saving money and investing money, please message us and let us know. I find this so interesting and everybody has like a different take on what they experience. You can find us on Instagram at statuspostadulting where you can direct message us or you can also email us at statuspostadulting at gmail.com. And most importantly, be sure to join us next time as we put down the rule book and rethink the status quo.